you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazing Bob. Yahoo! That was horrible. That was terrible. Please <laughs> it was do really that bad. I won't ever do that again. <laughs> Thank you. It's a learning experience. All right. So Glad to be here. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we're also here with Jason Brown, also known as Timeless Soul. What's up, people? Not as bad as Bob's. That's basically what matters. So, <laughs> John, uh, you're muted. Yep, I know. I just found that out, but that's okay because I'm not muted anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep that in the actual podcast recording because I got to keep it real. <laughs> okay. Um, and we have a special guest with us today. Switch from Omnic Meta. How you doing? Doing great. Glad to be here. Hope to chat some interesting Overwatch news and stuff that we've got going on. So, I would hope so, because we definitely talk about your reports, <laughs> <laughs> especially when it works with what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> when there's data behind your argument, it's just always better. And, uh... <laughs> exactly. Thank you very much. <laughs> so we, we're definitely going to be talking with Switch. Uh, but before that, we just want to you know go through our normal stuff. This is episode number 84. We're recording on November 28th for release on November 29th. Unless you're here on the live stream, then you're a special person. But yeah, so everybody else is on November 29th. Um, no t- real topics to talk about. We are going to have some weekly updates, but Switch is our main topic tonight. Oh, so. man. All, all eyes <laughs> and, and lucky for you all i just released a, a new article that might be of interest to moira players and people that are dealing with this red-headed devil that seems to be all over uh, the ladder so absolutely so we were definitely gonna that is definitely a topic that we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about moira uh but before we do that I'd like to welcome anybody who is listening to Watchmen Radio for the very first time. Thanks for taking the time out to check us out. Uh, we do talk about Overwatch news and some esports and competitive, but the primary focus of Watchpoint Radio is the community and the state of the game. If you enjoy the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio, and we would love to have you at on, on our Discord at discord.me slash buttons to come and talk with us sometime. River Hippo, I see this is your first episode. Very welcome. See, when you come to the live stream, you get a personal welcome from Ja. Look at by that. Name. You see that? You don't get that everywhere else. You don't. <laughs> welcome, so, River Hippo. Yeah, thank you for being here. And of course, I always like to uh, thank our returning listeners. Without you guys, we wouldn't have not been doing this for as long as we have. So thank you very much for coming back again this week even if it is just to talk bad about me it's not a big deal it's okay so talking to you disco dan 
Um, <laughs> no community feedback this week, which is fine. I think having that review last week kind of got, you know, the ants off of Bob. So it's all good. But uh, we will, you know, let's let's see what everybody's been doing Overwatch this week. Switch, like, have you played Overwatch this week? I I have played a little bit of Overwatch this week. I have um I usually spend most of the time playing uh over the weekend, but it was Thanksgiving kind of last weekend. So um one thing I think is important that I always do is I always spend at least 30 minutes in the practice range or just, you know, clicking heads. So that's yeah. that's my way to stay fresh when I'm when I'm during the work week. Oh, nice. I should start warming up a bit more before I play, but I don't. I just kind of hop in a competitive and I've been I've kind of been on a slump where I'm just like, man, I don't care about my SR. Fuck it. I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go. Doing uh, it live. Yeah. How about you, Bob? How how was your weekend overwatch? It was good. I've been uh, still just streaming whenever I play. Uh, no real schedule, but I've had some long streams and I played a lot of overwatch. Played the Omnic Lab game night, which was nuts. Like by the time I showed up, uh, there was like sixty people there. It was crazy. It was a good time as always. Uh, then been playing a little bit of PUBG. Not really much. Maybe a couple hours. Nothing compared to the Overwatch play. Then last night I six stacked at an almost an almost diamond level with on with Andreas from Omnic Lab. Which was interesting, but it was good. It was real good. Very nice. All right, Thomas. How about you? How's your weekend Overwatch been? I was there for a, quite a bit. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait a minute. You have to ask me. You're with me. Exactly. But it's your story <laughs> to tell, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll tell the the rest of the listeners and the viewers. Um. So, uh, I am now uh, what mid silver. Um, I crawled out of bronze, kicking and screaming. Um, with the help of Ja, and uh, I'm about 1746, maybe somewhere around there. Um, but uh, yeah, Ja, Ja, and I we uh encountered a little, little bit of toxicity last night, just a wee bit. Yeah, that show was ridiculous. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, it's uh, 2 o'clock in the morning. Why are you so upset? <laughs> <laughs> the day has passed. Let it go. <laughs> what, did, what, what did you say now that you weren't going to queue on that account uh, after midnight? No, no, I no, I said, well, no, I was actually having some trouble on my Church of Jaw account before midnight, too. Before midnight, it was terrible. After the clock turned and I was playing <laughs> on Church of Jaw, it was normal ish <laughs> you know before that <laughs> it was terrible i'm like i i i think one thing i'm gonna do is i'm gonna start logging every time i play i'm gonna log each game win loss daytime and i want to chart out exactly when the best time to play overwatch is because <laughs> i have a hunch i have i have it's very rare that i have good days in overwatch on a monday it's very rare. Like most of the time when I play on a Monday, it makes me not even want to do this podcast on Tuesday because <laughs> <laughs> it could be so bad sometimes. In, so in everyone else's defense, guys, we tried, you know, <laughs> we, we tried, we tried to work around the toxicity. We tried to change roles with the toxicity, but it didn't work out for us. Yeah, it's one of those classic problems we talk about when you're playing in like a low tier, right? So we like the, the my well, you yeah, actually my big chocolate account is still in platinum, but 
since Thomas is in silver, it kind of puts us into gold, like low gold when we're playing with people. And low gold is really that area where people really think they know what they're doing and they don't. And they won't listen to you. Even basic advice like stand behind the shield. <laughs> it's it's not working. Like I'm sitting there, like I'm I I think one game I blocked on one side on offense. Or not on offense, but on uh on attack. I blocked almost 30k damage with Arissa. And we still lost. We still lost. <laughs> we still lost because our DPS couldn't get kills because they were getting destroyed because they refused to stand behind the shield and shoot. That was it. That's all. That was the only problem. Like yeah, I almost caught every bullet. Than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like pro, the, the yeah, basics. The, pro tip: um, payload heals. Yeah, payload heals <laughs> and stand behind shields. Like, there's no reason for you not to shoot from behind shields. It doesn't do any less damage. It doesn't obstruct your vision. There's no reason for you not to be behind a shield. But this is why we made prepare to attack. Please listen to prepare to attack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make money off of that podcast. I just want better games. <laughs> okay. It's a public service right there. <laughs> yeah, there exactly. Go. There's your uh, <laughs> watch point radio PSA. Right there. Yeah, I just want better games. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead and let's talk uh, to you. I was going to say, let's talk about Switch. Let's talk to Switch about Omnic Meta. I'm pretty sure everybody who listens to this podcast knows what Omnic Meta is, but we're going to have you explain it a bit, you know, anyway. Uh, but before we do that, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Oh, well, um, Man, I like you all. I'm sure I've been pl- playing games for a long time, but actually, I just recently got into Blizzard games, which makes me very different than a lot of people. I always hear people say, "Oh, you know, I came from League of Legends," or "Oh, I was playing TF2," or they played first-person shooters for years. This is my first FPS ever. Um, I've been playing Blizzard games for about three years now. I went from Hearthstone to Diablo into Overwatch, and when Over basically brought into the game. Um, by my older brother, who basic, you know, his college experience was him playing Diablo 2, basically, in WoW, <laughs> <laughs> right. which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. And uh, he got me into just starting with Hearthstone and just said, hey, you, you want to check out this game that came out? This was years ago. And uh, by the time Overwatch came out, he's like, hey, you know, maybe we should get this game and and just play together. And that's that's uh, kind of how I, I got started. It's it's funny because um, I'm trying to remember what year it was. I guess it would have been 2015. I was at PAX East because I live out uh, in Massachusetts. And so I went into Boston and I got to play it before it was even in, in beta. And incredible game. I think the uh, the character that just come out, they just released Zarya or announced Zarya or something like that. And like McCree was basically a brand new hero. Um, and so I had played the game before launch, but never decided to buy it. But my brother got me hooked um, and we played together and I'm the only one playing now. <laughs> I got really super competitive about it. And uh, yeah, that, that's kind of like a brief synopsis of, of gaming. I'm a Nintendo guy, actually. But in the last three years or so, man, it's pretty much only been Blizzard that I've been playing. It's mm, awesome. I mean, I think you're like a lot of people. A lot of people, this is their first first-person shooter. 
That's a first for a lot of people. And I could tell because, you know, we see him out there. <laughs> we see you. There's a lot of people who don't come from shooters. Actually, there's a top 500 coach from Wawa's boot camp who I'm trying to remember who it is, but he came from playing Minecraft. That's what he played before Leafed Overwatch. Rose. Yeah, yeah, at least yeah. that's first person, you know. At yeah, least yeah that's true. <laughs> but you don't really care about mouse sensitivity and like aiming when you uh, when you're playing Minecraft. Exactly. So yeah, there's a lot of people. This is a, this is a lot of people's first person first person shooter, and I think a lot of those people are from other Blizzard games like Heroes of the Storm, yeah. or uh, World of Warcraft. But there's a lot of people who play first person shooters all the time, and this is their first Blizzard game. This is, a, this is a lot of first for everybody, and this is part of the, we think this is maybe part of the problem, like the toxicity issue, right? <laughs> because Blizzard has never had people like this in their games before. The Blizzard community is very large, but it's actually pretty, It's they're kind of like in their own walled garden, the Blizzard community, right? Yeah. Where, you know... The love, the high, you know, what they considered high level trolling or toxicity before, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> like, and that's kind of the issue, uh, you know, that we're running into with toxicity. But do you have a background in analysis? I, um, yeah, so the, the website, I do lots of d- data analysis, and I actually do not have a background in, in analysis. Um, I went to, to college and uh, have an engineering degree, so any sort of math or, you know, stats is all based on stuff that I kind of like took way back when. Um, yeah, but they said you'd never use that, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I'd never use it anyway. Right. Numbers. Yeah. (laughs) You know, everybody, that's, that's the thing that people, that's the thing that a lot of entering college students don't know. They're like, man, I got to take all these classes every semester. And graduate and then you find out you only use two of those classes in your career yeah. <laughs> it's like complete uh, but so. you learn how to think really in yeah in true. college you learn how to think deeper that's at least that's what it was for me yeah oh, okay same same all right so that actually makes me feel a bit better about my own analysis <laughs> <laughs> So, so I was like, actually, sucks. Why? Because so, I said so. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, for a while, I was doing my own analysis. Before they came out with the drop rates for loot boxes, like for uh, China, mm. when, they, when they made that come out, I was actually doing my own analysis on that, and I turned out to be right. <laughs> I was like, okay, all that work was for nothing because nobody heard it, but still, I was still right. I was also trying to figure out, this is back in season two, we were trying to figure out, you know, if you were being penalized for doing multiple heroes or if certain heroes got you more SR, or certain roles got you more SR. And it turns out I was right about that, too, because they made changes the very next season. I'm like, oh, great. So <laughs> did all that work. But at least I was right. <laughs> at least some good guys. Yeah, the, <laughs> there's so much to Overwatch, right? It's such a layered game with so much in, information that we're not even given by Blizzard. Like exactly what you said, like. You know, there's performance-based SR gains. You know, how the heck does that work? No one has any idea, you know, and so you try to figure it out and unroll it. I, I guess, Jai, you're talking about, like, some of the Mercy SR gains or, like, some of the other stuff? Or Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was kind of, like, you know, I, I would, season two was so frustrating because I would have, like, let's say I was playing Soldier and I was, like, just killing it all game, you know? <laughs> Headshots, damage out the roof. <laughs> 20 SR. (laughs) (laughs) The the other question is 
was it trash damage? Because <laughs> some people are getting better SR for trash. Like if it doesn't kill someone, then it wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't get how the SR system works at all. I used to be a supporter of it. Now I'm not. The only thing I know about the SR system is that if the system thinks you should be higher, it's going to pull you up there. If it thinks you should be lower, it's going to pull you down. That's but who, but who knows what that means? Like, so basically, just you know, oh man, does does a does a ladder think that I deserve to be higher? Yes, that's like part of the problem, right? Because if you're MMO, like, so the one of one not rumor, but one theory I heard is that. The SR, your SR, the SR gain or loss is based off of how far you are from your actual MMR. So we don't see our MMR, but we can see our SR. And, you know, if that's the case, like, you know, just because my MMR is, you know, let's say, let's just say for argument's sake, my MMR is 2,500, but right now I'm 2,700 and I just had a game that I kicked ass in. Now you're not going to give me that much SR because you think I should be back in 2,500? little fucked up yeah yeah we are we that's really hard to pull out of a hole we know that the sr system's broken when i go what like six and four and i end up in 1500 you go three and seven and end up in 2600 (laughs) actually on that yeah well Well, that's the sr system doing its work like right there (laughs) like like, so yeah, it's, but, but, it's it's judging stats whether it's a good thing or not. It that's what it's doing. It's not judging wins or losses, especially in uh, in the uh, placement matches. Yeah, in the placement so matches. Is that right or wrong? I don't know because like sometimes you don't get good good stats when you do your specific job right. So right, yeah, that's very true. It's true. So that. I've been predicting. I think by the time year three comes around, or maybe a little bit after year three, we're gonna see what they did with Hots. Like we're probably gonna see a change to the SR system. You know, maybe even if it's even you know not a huge production like they did with Hots 2.0. I think they're gonna do something. I definitely don't think they're gonna do anything while Overwatch League is going on. I think any type of major SR change is gonna have to happen between see, think, like off seasons. I think it's gonna happen soon here. Like I. Th- I think with the announcement of them doing the work your way to Overwatch League through the SR ladder system, I think they've got to do some sort of overhaul. But they think it's okay now. That's part of the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what what they say publicly and what they think internally is like completely different, I think. That's part part of the reason why we don't know anything about the details of the performance-based SR system because they don't want us to know. They don't want people to game it or like, you know, try to like try to beat the system and like you said, just get trash damage. Like just oh, it turns out Junkrat gets amazing, you know, or it turns out Bastion is the best thing to play. Yeah, um, no, no, they, they, you're absolutely right. They don't want to let us know because they don't want to, uh, you know, anybody to game it. But it. The, the SR system's not going to change until Jeff is playing in his office one day and he gets 20 <laughs> SR after playing Soldier amazingly and he just walks over to the SR guy's like, you got to fix this shit. There's no way I got 20 SR for that game. Uh, so what inspired you to create Omnic Meta? So it, it's kind of funny. I actually, uh, I always had these questions about how come we don't know any, we don't have any data. Like this new hero comes out. Who knows if the new hero is any good? Um, Captain Planet. Um, actually, Captain Planet used to do the pro meta reports for Overbuff. 
and actually as of today, he's announced that he's going to do stats for Blizz, but um, there never was anything for ladder. It never like, you know, here I am playing in my tier and I'm like, I have no idea what people play even, you know, what, what's the popular heroes. There was none of that. Um, and so I decided that maybe I could do that. And for me, you know, I, I mentioned I have an engineering degree. I'm a bit of a nerd. I want to hack. So um, when I had a little bit of time off, I'm like, you know, maybe I can figure out this web scraping thing. Maybe I can start pulling data off the web. And and it turned out that, you know, with some work, I was able to do it. And I was able to start getting data from players. And I'm like, wow, now I can just collect data today and then maybe tomorrow collect some more data. And now I know what people played between yesterday and today. Um, and I can figure out how well they did, you know, all this information that not available otherwise. And it kind of just took off from there, really. Oh, awesome. Well, uh, let's, can you take us a bit behind the curtain? What actually goes into producing one of the meta reports? So I kind of alluded to the fact that I had to basically write a ton of code yeah. to basically even pull this off. Um, so I've got this code and this code basically goes out to the web. I've got this list of lots of players and I basically pull the data in. Basically, that data is the same thing that's in your career profile. Um, it's, you know, how many wins, losses you've had, how much damage you have um, on certain heroes, all the hero stats that that you can see in game. And with two sets of that data, you can find the difference between it. So for that time period, say a week or two weeks, I now know what heroes have been played. Um, for, for that sample. From there, I have to do, you know, I basically start doing the analysis. I basically, I do a lot of the um, analysis now automated with some code that I wrote, but I've got to plop it into Excel. I stare at it. I try to really, uh, I, I chat with people about, hey, I noticed that, you know, Mercy went up 20% this week. <laughs> Is that because of XXX? And I usually have my own, you know, theory and we talk about it. And once I feel like, wow, you know, this is, this is probably what's happening in the meta. This explains it. Um, you know, I'll start writing it up and it's hours of work. I mean, it's no different in many ways than um, podcasting or anything else. Yeah. So you have some, <laughs> so you have some friends that like that help too, though, then. Oh no, it's all me. It's all me. Oh, I just said, you said you talked to, you talked to, to people about it. Yeah. I'll, I'll chat with people say on, uh, in some of the discord communities i'll be like yeah you know this is what the data looks like right now this is what i think what do you just, think just just to kind of check your to kind of check your work is that what check you're my assumptions i mean part the main goal of of it is just to kind of of omnic metas to provide some data to the community that, that wouldn't otherwise exist i hope that people find it useful that it kind of helps tell them that hey a hero is okay to play um a hero is maybe not the best to play or, uh, you know, this, <laughs> I think we even see that with Moira. There's a lot of strong personalities. And of course, Mercy for a long time, and she continues to be kind of a hot topic too. But I just want to talk with them and, and, and see, you know, does that make sense? I mean, you play, for example, I've got friends at every tier, you know, bronze all the way up to grandmaster, and you talk to them, you know, are you, do you really see Junkrat in almost every game? You know, and they say, yes, I do. <laughs> and, and you're like, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense why I'm seeing the data that I see. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Even, you know, just bringing up the name junk rat oh, triggers, yeah. man. <laughs> you know, it used to trickle people more when people thought that he was really bad, but now that they think he's good, <laughs> triggers them in a different way. Yeah. It's just like, 
it, the, the the one thing that bothers me about his kit, the one thing, is that he can he doesn't take damage exactly. from his own grenades. <laughs> it has so many implications, right? Like, and and that's a buff they they gave what uh, a couple seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. It's just. And they just think it's okay. I'm just like, no, it's not okay. Because he doesn't avoid danger at <laughs> all. <laughs> like, like, you know, before the buff, right, you'd see the grenades lobbed over something or around the corner. Or, you know, he kind of stand in the back line of a fight and lob grenades. Now, you know what you hear? You hear a mine go off. Junkrat flying across the map right into the middle of the fight. That's what you see every time now. And I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> he says this is a bad thing. Put Judd check. Tweet at him. <laughs> well, I mean, if that's the case, no, no. If you're if you're the I'm junk, sorry, rat, I'm sorry. Go ahead, switch. No, if you're the junk rat, then it's amazing. You're like, wow, I can fly in the air. Oh wait, I get basically three mines because I place one, get two charges, and fly all the way through the air. Seems <laughs> awesome. I- but you see some guy fly behind. Yeah, the thing that's that crazy. That that by one thing that bothered me the most was that I'm pretty sure it was not Jeff Kaplan, but it was it Jeff Johns or uh, Jeff? What's Good, the other Jeff? Goodman. Goodman, yeah. Sorry, Jeff Goodman. Where he's like, yeah, I think it'd be really cool if you were able to use Junkrat's minds to fly up in the face with fire and kill her. I'm like, why does that sound cool to you? <laughs> that sounds That's horrible. What I was saying with Farah, I mean, it's the same thing. Where if Junkrat's uh, minds don't hurt him then why do Farah's rockets hurt her when you shoot at the wall you know what i'm saying it's the same concept yeah. i mean someone needs to come up and be like hey it'd be really cool if Farah flew in your face and shot you in the face and you know and then fly out F- funny story well, if you listen to the new prepare to attack that's exactly what the gm fair will tell you to do <laughs> they actually have yes. 10 meters says that- you don't want to be way up in the air that's where a soldier can track you easy as heck. Yep. Gonna be right <laughs> in his face, jumping around. That's yeah. That's gonna be on the next prepared to attack. Quick story. We'll keep going. So this is the last thing I'm gonna say about Junkrat probably today. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was playing the other day, and um, well, actually it was it yesterday, or the day before yesterday. I can't remember. And I'm Farrah. I'm I'm charged 100. percent and I, you know, there's a soldier who pops his ult, and I almost have him dead, right? I almost got him dead. He's a little bit ranged for me. And I shoot off one last, you know, secondary from Farah. I didn't realize I was so close to a wall and hits the wall, blows up, kills me. I wasn't mad at me. I wasn't mad at, uh, you know, Zarya. I was mad at <laughs> Junkrat <laughs> when, when that happened. Because I was just, I was just like, that's see, it's not fair. We shouldn't be taking our own damage. But yeah, so I, that's like I said, that's the last thing I'm gonna say about <laughs> about junk right there. Uh, so you know, we, we know you, you you put out like weekly meta reports that has like kind of like a broad data across you know the boards, and you talk about the changes that you're seeing in the meta. Your more specialized reports. Is there any difference in how you handle those? Uh, not really, actually. Um, what I what I basically it's kind of funny. I I still have spreadsheets. I basically still dumping the data in the raw data. I just collect more data. I mean, I look across everything. I mean, any kind of meaningful statistic for the for the in depth ones, for example, the one I just put out on Moira. Um, you can look across eliminations per match for each hero. You know, deaths, kill to death ratio, all these statistics. So it's just a lot more data plotted in a way that you can kind of sift through instead of the meta which is kind of more 
you know, who's being played and, um, you know, what the win rates are. All right. Yeah, I really love how you show the different ranks, too. It's really neat to see how it changes and how much more or less effective characters are when in different SRs. That I and, really And love. when they're flat as well. Yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, like Lucio's Lucio's healing is something that I believe, if I remember right, is just flat across the board. (laughs) And it's because um, the higher level players spend more time on speed boost, but yet they're more effective at healing as well. (laughs) Because they're just playing completely different. Yep. Mm. What's your uh, your sample size look like, if you can share that info? Oh, sure. I mean, I've I've actually got this up on the about page of of the Omnic website. Right now, for the main meta reports, it's about 200,000 PC players that I use for the PC meta reports, and I think it's 120,000 for the console players. I've also got a data set for EU and uh, Korea. I mostly just use uh, the NA for uh, for the meta reports. Oh, okay. So that, That's a lot of information to yeah. sift through and write reports for. You must really yeah. like doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it you know it's it takes a lot of time i'm not gonna lie but it is fun i mean and i started doing it just to know what their answer was and it turned out that people really wanted it right they started consuming it too so it's it's fun to see the community uh enjoy it as much as uh as much as i do considering how much effort i put into it yeah well, the guy at overwatch or the the guy from Overwatch Central geeked out when he when he met you at BlizzCon. That was yeah, awesome to see. It was so, awesome. It was fun to meet Ryan too. Yeah. So, are you ever concerned that something that you put in a report may kind of shift the view of the community? Like you, so you hold a lot of power, <laughs> <Right>? sir. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I don't feel like I hold a lot of power, but you're probably right. Um. I hope that that the shifts are positive and not negative. If there's one thing I've learned about Reddit is it's it's rainy every day, right? You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, even if the sun's uh if the sun's shining outside, I'm sure redditors would say, "Oh, it's going to rain and it's going to rain tomorrow or something." So, <laughs> I hope that you can kind of shift people's percep- perceptions. I think one thing we kind of briefly mentioned it before, this idea of trash damage has always bothered me. And it's always even with Moira uh, today on Reddit, people were just were talking about it. Uh, trash damage is is this thing where you're damaging an uh, an enemy, right? And then that 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 damage gets gets healed back up, right? But every hero does that. Doesn't matter. It's soldier, you know, poking at the choke. You're trying to get the first kill. I, you know, me responding and me trying to say that, hey, you know, uh, that's not a bad thing to do. It's just, are you playing smart or are you playing reckless? Are you just trying to cause that or are you trying to get a kill and can you get a kill i think i hope that the reports reflect that attitude that i want to show people positive things for example that hey you know uh anna is actually viable you can play anna you don't have to play mercy if you don't want to um i hope that the reports say stuff like that um i try to keep my own personal opinions but i try to highlight things that might be contrary to what the community thinks as well oh okay that actually reminds me. We had somebody who they 
they try to Anna Soul heal an entire team. Mm, I don't think that's so viable. Like, no, <laughs> I don't think it is either. Yeah, they had a monkey, a Reinhardt, oh and Arissa. <laughs> <laughs> they were all dive characters on my team, and I figured I'd play Anna. Yeah, like I want to see the stats on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shields healed. <laughs> Gold. All right, so you actually you recently just published a uh, report on Moira. Uh, because, yeah. yeah, she just went. She just, well, she went live at this point. What was it? Two weeks ago, almost. But just went to competitive last week. Yeah. You know, on it was it yep. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Was it on Thursday? It was Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> a Blizzard Thanksgiving gift. Uh, and I, I mean, I got to be surprised when I got when I when I came back and I started playing on Friday. And I, you know, I see people insta locking more. I'm just like, oh, great. This is exactly what I was worried about. But then when she was being played, I'm like, okay, like this is not going terribly. This is actually going okay. So um, I think a lot of people had that reaction now because, you know, other characters, when you see somebody insta locking a wrestle when a wrestle first came out, I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. You see somebody insta locking doof, it's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, you know, like it's, you, you're, you're really worried about it. But Moira has seemed to be okay. I want to, I want to ask you, what were your initial thoughts on Moira when you saw her and played her on the PTR? Yeah, you know, my first time playing her, I I was fortunate enough to go out to BlizzCon and I must have got the one thing I learned at BlizzCon is that people do not wake up on the second day very early at all. (laughs) And me being on East Coast time, I'm like, oh, I'm up. Um, I was able to play a lot in the morning. I probably played about seven games on that Saturday or something. So I got to play pretty early. She's She's different. I, I think it's funny. She plays more like an off support, but yet she can just her healing output is just crazy. Um, I think that's my first thought. And the thing that I like the most about her, though, is is her fade ability and the fact that she has to damage. They're kind of forcing you to damage. And my, the first thing I did is, you know, you get into these one on ones and they would be damaging you. You'd throw out a damage orb. You'd fade behind them while your damage orb is killing up and then you just they can't they have no idea where you are and then you just suck their suck their soul from their back right? yeah right yeah so there's there's some there's some neat things there i thought immediately she was viable i was so surprised because arissa you know didn't come out very strong sombra didn't come out very strong you know blizzards had this history but first impressions moira's you know a good character even at blizzcon yeah uh- I wasn't a big fan of her ult at BlizzCon, but after the four kill over the weekend, <laughs> oh, I'm man. becoming more of a believer. Yeah, it's it's it, it, all it, while healing Reinhardt. It wasn't that Bob wasn't a fan. He's like, her ult sucks. Like that's that, that is a quote from Blazing Bob, folks. You know, I, I think I would agree too. My impression, my first impressions of her ult were kind of like. How do I use it? I mean, am I supposed to line everybody up? Damn, you know, should I just tell everybody, "Hey, guys, get in a line that way"? You know, uh, I mean, I didn't realize it's hard to use. I didn't realize really at the beginning that you move faster while you're while while you're ulting, which is awesome. And I also just didn't really think about how fast you could track it. Like, I mean, you could spin oh. that sucker around, and for some reason. With it looking like a Kamehameha wave, like I just felt that it would be moving slowly, like you would be, like you would be actually slowed down. But it wasn't actually the case. And when I played it at BlizzCon, let's just say I was a little rough around the edges <laughs> towards that day. Okay, 
Dude, I when I first played it, uh, when I first saw, like, I I think I, I I at least saw potential to move people out of the way. <laughs> really, that's the thing. Like, you know, and Overwatch, Overwatch is one of those is a shooter where you don't. I mean, yes, you do need to kill people, but killing people isn't actual priority number one. The objective yes. is priority number one, right? And immediately when I saw it, I was like, okay, when she uses this, there's no way you're going to stand in front of her while she's doing it. And then if she is, let's say, behind one of her allies, a tank, a DPS, you are gonna, you just need to move out the way because not only are you getting damaged, but the other person's getting healed. I, I was thinking about what I would do, and it would be to run in the opposite direction until it's over. And sometimes that's more than enough to get the payload to where it needs to be, to push somebody off of the objective. And it doesn't matter if you kill me after that. So I, I think when I looked at it originally, I wasn't actually looking at it for kills, right? But it, after reading the report, <laughs> apparently people are, uh, you know, getting the job done with the it kills. Is. Yeah. It could be pretty So mean. basically what you're saying is, right. if you need to find Bob, he's going to be in the back of the pack going, Kame. And, and you know what, you know what happened? And you know what happens Don't get after. him started, please. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh let's let's not get him started but okay so how so you know once you more went from you know not live you know not live to live was there any different was your you know the reality any different from your expectation i actually expected her to be kind of more of a main healer like replace mercy or anna and i think that's the biggest thing that's the different from the reality it turns out people are more playing her as a as the pair to either Anna or Mercy in practice. I think that's kind of surprised me because her healing output's so high. I just, you know, um, I'm not a pro high. player or grandmaster. I would have thought that she would have replaced Mercy or uh, or Anna. Well, it, I mean, she can if you play the right if you play the right comp. You know, if, yeah, if everybody's right. in a in a death ball, she could be a monster. But yeah, I actually guessed it was one of the things I was semi right on is I actually guessed she would basically replace zen and in most of the games i played over the weekend it was mercy mora uh so like what i i didn't think she was going to replace mercy because nothing can replace Rez. <laughs> that's why like she wouldn't replace mercy yeah i figured that she replaced either lucio or anna that's what i thought because even though, you know, she can't, you know, she can't long range, she doesn't have the, you know, accuracy of Anna for long range heals, she can still deploy heals to her right, you know, and then keep staying with the group. So if somebody's to her right, she can deploy a heal out that way. And hopefully they're smart enough to, you know, actually use it and she can still heal her other allies. But um, I was hugging some balls over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, I still don't see her as replacing Zen because you really shouldn't be playing Zen as a healer, but maybe a lot of people are. Maybe that's that's part of the issue that people are still playing Zen as a healer. Um, obviously, he can heal, but when you play Zenyatta, your primary focus should be using that Discord orb to help your people kill yeah. others. You know, so that's why, um, you know, with Moira... And the healing orb goes on Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> so with Moira, I'll still, I actually will still play a Zen if there's a Moira. Uh, versus if there's an Anna, it's like, okay, well, I can't play Zen. You know, if there's a Lucio, it's going to be harder to play Zen. But an Anna or a Moira, I think, would work well with Zen Yada. But um, I, yeah, I, what I was worried about when she came and when um, Moira was coming, I was worried we were going to have this insane sustain meta, right? 
or you have mercy yeah. healing you have Moira healing for insane you got fucking roadhog out there just staying alive all the time now that's what i was worried about but so far that hasn't happened well people also were talking about oh maybe we'll maybe this is the triple support meta maybe we're gonna go zen moira and then you know mercy we Anna. did make that work we did zen lucio uh, moira because the first round the dude that played moira wasn't healing at all and we switched we did the triple support we won that next match it was one one then dude that was played lucio decides to switch to monkey it was like <laughs> man dude we had this man. Good the guy's not healing so it did so it did work so i've i'm kind of interested to maybe try that on a king of the hill type of map like try the offensive healers that have low healing output with moira yeah, yeah, I think we kind of did that by accident too, because by the time we realized we had three healers, the match was almost, almost, it was like almost over already. We're like, what? Like, we have three healers? Oh, that explains why we're staying alive so much. So, <laughs> uh, so what about community reception? I mean, you know, in, in your report, you broke down like what you're seeing in terms of like, you know, usage and how she's doing. But what about community reception? You know, it's it's interesting. The the community um, perception that I see is kind of in two ways. I'm in a bunch of different discords. And then when I released, you know, the article today, just looking over responses from Reddit. And let me tell you that people really seem to be underestimating her. A lot of salty Redditors thinking, oh, you know, she her. Yeah, her healing's not really that good. Or, you know, hey, you know, all these kills she's getting, she's just doing one damage, just getting, getting, getting in a limb or, you know, her damage is trash damage. It's kind of the, the typical stuff. It, I think the community really wanted a, a new support and the people that wanted the support are thrilled. They just are over the moon that they have someone else they can play. Um, I actually think that people that played Zen that maybe couldn't handle uh, or didn't want to play Mercy or uh, or Ana are really happy too because they can, you know, or even Lucio, that they can jump over and have another healer. Um, that's also something that people have been commenting about. Um, in, in the Discord community, people think she's good. I, I've heard nothing but good things about her. And even better, I, I haven't heard anyone say that she's OP. It's not like the doom fist of, wow, look at this rocket punch hitbox. Yeah. I actually have a little bit. I want that rocket punch back. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone just wasn't wanted to have Sit bugs. Down. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little bit conflicted when it comes to her balance, right? Because I, I'm not going to sit here and say she's OP, right? I do think she needs some tweaks, but I'm not exactly what short is. Because here's here's why. Here's my reasoning, right? Here's the reasoning behind why I have, I'm so uneasy about the way she is right now. She has a lock on attack that move that's 20 meters long. And with the way that Overwatch, the way the Overwatch maps work, you're going to be in range of if you're playing with your team properly, you're going to be in range of at least two to three fights, you know, two to three different engagements. Right. So while she may not be draining somebody for 100 percent all the time. You know, she's easily going to be able to basically put a dot on somebody and drain them while they're engaging with somebody else. And that means you have to be 20 meters away from her not to be able, you know, to do that. It's a pretty small hitbox, though. Like, you really have to stick on them it, well, pretty I don't know. hard. Switch, I, have you played her much yet? 
Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I, I definitely patch. agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's really tight, like you said. I mean, you have to basically track. I mean, you have to be like almost pinpoint. Um, and there, keep in mind, there is a delay before you even lock on. So yep. if you even just slightly go off a little bit and disconnect, it's not instantaneous to get back on. So you really have to track perfect. Which I think they should keep that. Like, I really think they should keep that because that's what yeah. keeps it from being over overpowered. If it was like Symmetra where you just had to be in the range, like, that would be that would be nuts. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not as bad as Symmetra, but I, I really haven't had a problem tracking like keep like you know like a genji being you know 20 meters away from me fighting somebody else off i'm able to keep my crosshair on him while he's flipping and jumping around uh and yeah, it definitely gets harder the closer they are and, to and kill him so yeah. yeah that's the thing like it, it, that's one of the things that kind of bothers me i do think that her um her orbs the destructive one should not be able to go through shields i don't think her destructive orb should be able to go through shields um, even though tech, the, and here's the other side of it, right? It's like, okay, well, if it goes to the shield and they're all together, it's going to distribute 200 damage across four, five people, which is not so bad, <laughs> but I just don't like the way it feels. <laughs> you know, that's kind of, it's more of a feel like if you're that solo Reinhardt, the last one, and she throws it into the corner that you're on. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. I, I know it's a real pain <laughs> in the ass for Zen because I actually playing against her as Zen and not even her engaging me directly, but throwing her orb, like, you know, kind of in my area without me noticing it way before it comes. Zen is, you know, he moves like a snail. So, you know, there's a good amount of health that gets removed from me while it's, while it's happening. You know, I've gotten surprisingly better at, dodging those and if you play free for all right now you have plenty <laughs> of practice with four or five of them flying around the map oh, i bet yeah I, it's nuts that's the, I, I can't actually say she's op right i just feel it just doesn't she doesn't feel 100 percent right maybe, maybe, maybe it's probably also because she's like a healer but she can peel for herself <laughs> you know she yeah. like I, you know like other healers require usually require some type of help you know, getting a Genji off of them or a Tracer off of them if they're playing at the same skill level. Like, you know, I mean, when I'm playing down in, you know, gold, right? And a gold Genji comes after me as in Yada, that Genji dies. But if I'm playing actually, <laughs> you know, like, you know, somebody at my, a, a decent Genji at my skill level, it, it should be more difficult for me to actually kill that, you know, Genji, I'm not a Grandmaster in Yada. skill, then, yeah, if you're like, even grandmaster genji one-on-one against zen thinking the grandmaster wins at least eventually <laughs> i'm thinking the genji wins at least eventually yeah well he's like, built for e- it. like equal skilled players one-on-one yeah exactly but like other other healers usually like lucio will knock you back uh zenyatta can try his best put discord on you, on you and kill you before you kill him uh where and you know mercy just flies away and a sleep dart you. <laughs> Moira just fucking like locks on to you. <laughs> and it was like, okay, fine. I, you know, however long you want to stay here, I'll stay here too. It's not really a lock on though. It really, it, like it really isn't. It's just like a soldier tracking. It's just you can't. It is not just like soldier start tracking. Clicking back on them. I, I, I adamantly disagree. I mean, with if that. you're not on their body, it does no damage. But the thing is, like you, you. So for soldier, you want to aim 
like, I think with Soldier, a lot of people miss more frequently because you aim for the head because there's actually a benefit to that. Whereas with Moira and Zarya, so I'm thinking more playing like Zarya, there's no reason to aim for the head. Just aim for the body. Yeah. Aim, like, just yeah, put well, your cross actually there aim the for the, the feet. Well, yeah, well, the largest the largest part of the model in most Overwatch characters is the feet. Yeah. So, so whatever the large, whatever the largest part of the body is, just aim for that, and that is not difficult on almost any character. I mean, like I would say, Tracer and Genji would be the most difficult, but I've also killed Tracy and Genji's with her <laughs> with her secondary now that, fire. Now that you mention it, I've been aiming at the head while playing her, mm. just because it's what I'm. That's used what she's used to doing. It took me a while to break off of that, like with Zarya. With Zarya, I'm like, why are these other Zaryas I do out, out damaging too. me? Like, why are they killing me so much? Like, am I that bad? And it was simply that I was aiming for the head instead of the body. Because once I started doing that, started knocking them out, knocking them out the Thank park. Thank you for helping me with that. That's that's <laughs> been a mental block. That's probably going to help my Zarya play like a ton right now. I don't know why I've never thought of it. Yep, I've never thought of it either. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's actually a good tip. <laughs> a really good tip. You. Yeah. You heard it here. You heard it here first. <laughs> Aim for the yeah. body. Yeah, but no, no, timeless, know, timeless. Uh, you're messing it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's. I guess we like yeah. Like if you're aiming, if you're trying to aim Moira for the head, like you're absolutely right because like the head hitbox is small. It's it's easier to get knocked off track. But if you're just aiming like right for the gut, you know, you can keep that track now on them go, forever. Now I want to go play Moira. Yeah. And then <laughs> I know uh, I, I know when um, if I'm going against a Moira and typically I've been starting to play Diva a little more, um, I give her her space. You know, I give her that 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 space. But if she's launching an orb at me, the first thing I'm doing when it gets close enough is I'm defense matrix because it'll take it. It'll eat it, you know. So whatever I'm playing now, if I see an orb coming towards the team, I'll just jump right in front of it. Yeah, and hit that's the that's one of the key counters to the act to that orb. Which I, I'm I'm thinking as people get better with Moira, I think we're gonna see an increase in Diva, and hopefully, I'm hoping that shows up in your data. So I'm right, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, actually, uh, it it has already. Oh, okay. I mean, it, there's a there is a spike. Uh, she's one of the the heroes that also popped up since Moira was introduced. So you're absolutely right. People, people know that, Hey, you know, it's funny because I, I don't know why maybe, but, but the orb to me doesn't seem that threatening and it passes by the first time and you're like, Oh, it just stripped off 50 HP. I don't care. <laughs> and then you don't know it's going to come back. Yeah. Right? It's going to take another 50 or 75 and you're basically <laughs> going to be dead. So uh, people are playing diva. I mean, they know that they need to get rid of them. Yeah, I've been running from those things like the plague, dude. I'm like a scared little girl just screaming, running down the street when I see one covered. So it doesn't come up on my back. I'm just out of there. It's it's to see a roadhog running down the street. It's powerful because it it can take it can absorb 200 HP off of you know a group, right? But on top of that, for me, the more powerful piece is that it denies space. You can make people disperse. You can make people move out of the way. Like, especially people who are like single heroes, like a, a Widowmaker or a soldier that's in a position, you throw the orb into where he wants to be, and now he has to move away. Yeah, it's huge I, for Widow. I think that's one of the things I've, I've learned with her. Everyone I see play her, um, well, <laughs> the people playing on, on Twitch that are mostly Grandmaster Master, they're very rarely and strategically using the healing or I mean, they always use damage almost really? because they know that it's such a huge deal. You can displace widows. 
you can confirm kills around corners, like all sorts of stuff. It's crazy. Mm. I know I I actually end up using the heal the most when I'm being engaged by somebody else, like a tracer or a Genji. I just throw a heal and orb right on the ground and you know, I fight the tracer or Genji while I'm being healed up, and it's usually enough to kill them while the heal and orb is still around. Or they'll run away because they're like, okay, I'll see you later. Like, you know, like, I'm not I'm not dealing with this right now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I do see damage way more. But I also it's funny because you're, you're watching Masters and Grandmasters. I've been in silver and bronze like, and gold all weekend with this guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry. So so we're just seeing these orbs all over the place, dude. Like it's just like there's not even anybody over there, but it bounces off of something, and like sometimes it, it snags you a little bit. It's a pain in the ass. That's yeah. some Michael Jordan shit. Like, no, they didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so off the building, off the rail, off the floor, nothing but net. Yeah, so th- I think the only change I actually want to see, like the, the the one change I would like to see, is that Moira's uh, the so that the the destructive orb doesn't go through shields. But other than that, I can't get. And she just doesn't feel right to me because of how well she can defend herself. Ultimately, I guess that that's my real problem with her but she's not unbalanced it's just a, that's just like a personal thing right i don't want to call for any nerfs because of it but if they were to do something about it i wouldn't mind <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> you know i think realistically the the only thing that they probably if anything she's a little bit too damage heavy mm. and what are they going to do they'll probably just rain in her it won't be 21 meters anymore it'll be like 15 right or something like that it's probably the only realistic thing we talked about that too i said i'd i'd feel better if her heels uh recharged faster but they limited her, the range on her secondary yeah you know mm. so i'd be cool if just both of them were 15 First, take away five from the damage give five to the heel and then both of them just go 15 how long is Mercy's heal? I cannot remember. I think 20. 20. And then I think it goes to 30 when she's an ult. Mm. Don't quote me on that, though. Okay. Well, I have to ask we, Fu. He knows for sure. We we need to ask, ask the expert, experts. Yeah. Maybe the chat knows. Yeah. Someone, someone in the chat knows. Yeah. <clears throat> Mel. <laughs> Uh, all right well, let's let's get back to omnic meta what is in like do you have any future plans for omnic meta i'm always you know trying to to figure out what's some other interesting analysis i can do with the data um there's lots of different stuff i've thought about doing uh but like a lot of people i've got a full-time job i'm busy so sometimes it's hard to do that and i want to get out the, the stuff i'm making uh, right now meta reports patch analysis hero analysis i want to keep doing that stuff um, I have one thing that has bothered me is I've never been fully satisfied with a lot of the other stats websites and even stats apps. And I've made some progress, <laughs> uh, but there are ways, better ways to present data. There's a lot better ways that'd be helpful for players. I think a lot of the stuff right now is, is not necessarily helpful. And I have, I have thought about having something that's more like a performance stats where you can go look up and say, Oh, you know, this is the hero that I'm best at that I probably should be playing. Oh, you know, this is a hero that um, I have this weakness in this area. Um, a lot of the the stuff that I've seen that's out right now doesn't help exactly with that. They don't they don't. It's not player focused is how I would describe it. It's more like I made an app. Right. <laughs> no, here, here's and the app. And so it's that, left up to the public to decide 
what they need to do with it rather than giving some direction of how to use the yeah. app effectively. I think that's something that, that I'd like to kind of do. Um, it would be some kind of web page or website. Uh, what else? I have lots of small projects that I don't want to get into, but uh, one thing I've been trying to to get to the bottom of is is I'm pretty close, but like all things, I don't release data unless I'm confident in it. I've been making a lot of progress on trying to figure out what performance, what the performance based SR actually is, yeah. <laughs> and trying to like reverse engineer it. And I've made some progress, but you know it's not ready for public consumption yet. Um, I will Give it to say us first, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give us like a week. We, okay. we, want, we want the uh, we want the exclusive. <laughs> but but that's the kind of stuff I'm trying to try to do right now. I, I, awesome. I can understand the projects, like the multiple small projects that never see yeah. the light of day thing. Yeah, you know, crash tags in the uh, he's in the chat. He can tell you all about mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, John, that sounds like you. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I I completely understand that. Okay, so um. You have a Patreon, correct, for Omnic Meta? Yeah, actually, I just launched it yesterday. Oh, um, nice. So, Congrats. So, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, it's my first time ever doing Patreon. I'm just like, man, what do I do? You know, just I, it's been great to have so much support from the community as a large. Um, I ended up getting emails from people saying, hey, you know, how can I support? And I said, well, let me start a Patreon. So, yeah, I mean, because the, the reports that come out, like it, it's it's like what you said, right? It's not just data; it's analysis of that data that really helps out, you know. Because yeah. you can read data in so many different ways. Yeah, you know exactly, <laughs> exactly, and and you know, you just you don't have to go far to see people reading data <laughs> in maybe the wrong ways. You, you want to? I think everybody knows this, but you know when if if you're getting a lots of a limbs, maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad. You know, are you just, are you literally just flanking into the back line and just killing a couple people, but then they get rezzed immediately and then you die, you know, you might be getting a lot of a limbs, but in the end it's up to the analysis, right? You want to make sure that, and want to understand how a character is being used. Um, is it a good thing? And why is, are people playing mercy? Why, you know, and just try to understand that. So I hope that my articles help people with that. Yeah. Because, if a certain character is being played, you want to make sure you understand why, because you're like, oh, well, this character is good. Let's say you have, uh, okay, so, you know, Mercy had a super high pick rate, right? Well, yeah. that's great. So if somebody's like, oh, well, Mercy's a good character, then let me pick her. But then they, they're trash at Mercy. That doesn't help anybody. <laughs> but if they understand that, they're, you know, these are the, this is what people are doing. These these are the abilities that are helping Mercy be better. The fact that she can get away from people, the fact that she can res, you know, and she can output a lot of heals. This is what people are doing to, you know, make to make these stats what they are, as opposed to, you know, not you know, supposed to, <laughs> to not doing that. Yeah, yeah. You see a hundred percent pick rate on Mercy, and someone plays her for the first time and says, "Oh wow, she's got a blaster." You know, yeah. I should use yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the myth of the battle mercy persists. I I still see, and this is even when I play like in platinum. Sometimes I'll still see Mercy's and Valk shooting that goddamn gun. I'm like, what are you doing? We did last night. 
Oh, we, no, dude, we, if it's the last couple hits on a on a on a person, that's a really like and Mercy switches definitely. to it really quick, pops them off and then switches back like that's a pro. We're not play. talking about that, Bob. We're talking about Rambo <laughs> Mercy here. <laughs> emptying, you know, that, that, the full clip. Every, yep. That did exist, right? <laughs> Everybody remembers the PTR Mercy when they just introduced Valkyrie oh, and all that. And Literally, all the DPS Team players were like, I'm going to play Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> it just flies in. And I think uh, Gail Adelaide, he got like a 6K on someone in Valkyrie. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I just saw him. Yeah, and, he's, and he's on mic the whole time going, how is this possible? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like it was a low-ranked game either. Unfortunately, that she got nerfed immediately, right? So we never saw the... Never saw Battle Mercy ever come, but yeah. that's probably for the that, best. That'll be a funny skin for them to make. A, a Mercy and Battle Gear. Yes. <laughs> Just, you know, in memory of. Uh, all right. So, uh, Bob had a question. Wanted to know, what SR do you generally play at? I know it's personal. It's I, personal, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's not that personal. I, I play about 3,000 SR right right now. Um, I'm, a, I'm a DPS maid. And, uh, you know... The one thing I can say about DPS mains, I spend a lot of time practicing clicking heads. That's basically all I do. So um, it's fun. I actually play uh, the hero I like the most is McCree. I mean, just wow, what a what a satisfying hero. The hero I end up playing is Soldier because you know missed shots equals I die. Yeah. <laughs> so so I play a lot of that, but I also love Roadhog and Zen. I mean, those are the two the two heroes that it's a lot of fun. Mm. I love how Jav framed that question. Bob wanted to know. And I wrote half the questions. Hey, well, that one's like very specific. Like you ask everybody, well, who's your man? What SR do you play at? You know, what position do you sleep in at night? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. No. Are you walking to your car by yourself? Are you the big or the little spoon? <laughs> this is important. I like to trade off. Yeah. I, I, I actually do have one last question, bonus question. How often do people confuse you with Omnic Lab? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Not often, really. At all. I mean, not really. It's funny. I wanted, I wanted Overwatch meta, right? Yeah. And of course, someone already had that, <laughs> and like every other type of thing. And I'm like, well, what do I do? And I'm like, well, I guess I could just put Omnic. I mean, what else is identifiable with with Overwatch? It's Omnic. So I'm like, okay, we'll try Omnic meta, and it was available. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's that's nice. And you guys are are also partnered, right? Yeah, I mean, I've been in their Discord for well over a year and have known Rob and Andres just from that. And it, that kind of like fell out. So we kind of link each other's. Uh, I link their podcast. They talk about my stuff on the show. But yeah. Gotcha. I think most of the podcasts talk about you, <laughs> talk about the Omnic Meta report. <laughs> I, I just thought it was quite the accomplishment that it doesn't happen more frequently because just in this show, I had to stop myself several times from saying Omnic Lab. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I, I bet you. I bet you a lot of people do that. Yeah. I mean, talking to Bob about this on the glad was said a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for coming on and talking to us about, you know, what you do. Like I said, we, we talk about, you know, your meta reports pretty frequently, you know, on the show. Uh, they, they give us some yeah. good uh, discussions to talk about. So thanks for doing it. 
It's it's <laughs> awesome. Thanks for giving us some some uh, some topics for airtime. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. And you know, I don't have a ton of free time to make these things, but if people have feedback and I've gotten great feedback on, "Hey, you know, I'm kind of wondering about this um this type of data." Uh and that sometimes ends up in the report. So if you guys have comments, that's one of the reasons why I put win rates in the meta report. Someone says, hey, I want win rates. I, I really want win rates. And, you know, other people said, I can't read this. So I put individual gra- uh, charts for each tier on what's being played so people can see it. So, uh, you know, send me an email if you have a suggestion. Yeah, definitely. You want to give out your email? I mean, we're probably going to go through all that at the end of the show, but you can give it now, too. Okay. Yeah. If people want to want to reach me, you can just uh, uh, send an email to omnicmeta at gmail.com. All right. Awesome. Well, I said, thanks a lot. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome to finally talk to you after talking about your analysis for so long and making make it so I don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely great to be here. It's great to chat with you oh, guys. Thanks. All right. So we're, we have a couple of weekly updates and we're going to get into that right now. Weekly updates. All right, so we're gonna do we're gonna uh, go through these weekly updates. We got three of them, and then uh, you know we'll wrap up here. But last week we talked about a nerf coming tomorrow on the PTR. Actually, no, I think I said we said it right. We said, look, we don't. It wasn't in the patch notes. We don't know if it's a nerf or if it's a bug. But this is what's going on with Moira on the PTR, and that was that her her the lock on for her ability was actually even more restrictive than it is now. Uh, have you played Moira on the PTR uh, since they did since they put in Blizzard World Switch? I haven't, but man, I've been keeping track of that because that just seemed odd for them to immediately nerf. Um, and I, I watched tons of videos. Yeah, very familiar with this. Keeping up with yeah, that. Yeah, that's now that was like what you guys were talking about before. As soon as your crosshair goes off of it. Like your crosshair could be like halfway off of her and boom, like it immediately cuts off. Uh, so that turns out is not a nerf. It is a bug. So everybody who was complaining about that because the forums were lit up with. Oh, yes, they, they were. were lit up with complaints about Moira getting nerfed. Uh, but no, don't worry. It's not a nerf. <laughs> so so <laughs> you'll all be fine. OK, uh, <laughs> next week. Be cool. Yeah, be cool. Be cool. <laughs> Everybody keep your composure. <laughs> so the next uh, update, uh, weekly update, is just a little pat on the back to the Overwatch community talking about how active everybody is. Turns out the average Overwatch player or most players in the community play, the, the time averages out, I should say, to be about two hours a day Overwatch players play, which ain't bad for a game that's, you know, what, two and a half years old. Oh, no, sorry, not two and a half years old, but like one and a half years old at this point when certain games rhymes with destiny can't keep their <laughs> you know can't keep their user base after a few months uh i think i got i gotta keep throwing those jabs in there because oh, man the salt just like your analysis for omnic lab is on point my predictions for destiny 2 outstanding <laughs> i hit every <laughs> single point everything i said was gonna happen has happened in that game and i feel bad for my friends who really like that game that sucks for them but it is what it is. But back to Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the Overwatch the um Overwatch player base is still pretty active. We know they fluff the numbers sometimes, like when they talk about, oh, we have thirty million users, we have thirty-five million users, and we know those also include those trial accounts. So, you know, who knows? After this last um 
free weekend. It might be 40 million users that they're saying. But even if Overwatch had 5 million users, it would still be fine. This game will be very healthy and alive. Um, but yeah, so two hours a day is not bad for a game that's a year and a half old. Other games have come out. I mean, what have we seen since since Overwatch into multiplayer? Two Call of Duties. Yep. You know, uh, did a Battlefield come out last year, or was that the year before that that a Battlefield came out? I Titanfall think that, two came out. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Titanfall two, right? And Battlefield uh, one came out. Yeah, and then and, uh, and the big one, PUBG. Oh, yeah, PUBG. PUBG. Yeah. Yep. It's still in its beta, though. I mean, but it's actually, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what their player base is. PUBG. Everybody says that it uh, like once you have this many players, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a PUBG is a. I don't know how many play active players they actually have. I don't even know if it's it. I mean, obviously it's in the millions, but I don't. I don't know if it matches Overwatch's active user base. It definitely is way more popular for streaming. I will tell you that much. People love to watch some PUBG. Oh yeah, yeah. Not me, but uh, somebody does. <laughs> <laughs> Not me either. I mean, wow, what a slow game. I mean, you yeah, gotta watch. You gotta watch Doctor Disrespect or yep. someone who's got a personality. Yeah. Otherwise, I was you're just, just, I was just about to say, and well, he he at least goes like hog wild, like just goes nuts, you know. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the time, where a lot of people just kind of sneak around, yeah, <laughs> piddle, 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 yeah. hide, hide. That I don't like that type of gameplay. <laughs> oh, yeah. The- when I play, I go straight for school, <laughs> and I just try and frag out, and if it's over in three minutes or five, then, hey, I get to do it again. <laughs> yeah, first in, no. first out over there. I, I do believe I will be skipping this Battle Royale craze. Uh, I think I'm out. <laughs> I have actually, I have Fortnite, and I haven't even played it since they brought the Battle Royale. because I'm just kind of like, I'm really not interested. That's just me. Though you know, funny thing about Fortnite, when before they had the battle royale, I couldn't even get people to play it the correct way. Have any of you played Fortnite? No, you're okay. No, I heard about it, it from you, and that's about it. So Fortnite, and I see some girls playing it on Twitch. Like so, the original Fortnite is like you get to you gather materials and you get to build your own forts to protect, you know, to protect uh, objectives. But the thing is, like, you know, in the tutorials, you're, they're building these massive forts, these awesome forts and stuff like that. Once you get out of the tutorial, nobody does that shit. We're just <laughs> going to put some walls up here and everybody shoot out the window, okay? <laughs> That's kind of how it works. So, yeah, that was my problem with Fortnite, but I haven't touched it. So, yeah. But still, good job. Good job to Overwatch for keeping people uh, engaged, even though we have been making fun. Not been making fun, but we have been talking about how lackluster the events have felt. Since they started to, you know, re redo them, um, I'm pretty sure we're going to get a repeat of Winter Wonderland at this point. But I'm hoping that they actually start doing something different next year for events because that will bring way more people back. But with the summer games that came back, and then the Junkenstein's Revenge, with both of those just repeats of last year, the skins that they brought really weren't that spectacular. You know, I'll go ahead. <laughs> I, I did the, the nice I did thing like though, summer games yeah. though. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna sorry, say go they, ahead. you know, they brought the competitive mode for Lucio Ball. That was kind of cool. A lot, a lot of people dug that. They wanted the extra points towards getting a gold, golden weapon or whatever. They, they're, they're gonna do a little bit for Winter Wonderland. But the question is, is it gonna be enough to get a little bit more people to come back and play or not? Probably not. Uh, I, I kind of wish because yeah. there's two things that people really want, right? 
you know, when it comes to the events, we kind of want fresh events, you know, so we want that. But we also want story. They really need to combine those two with these events. They need to be bringing like almost I would not mind if almost every event was like uprising, but it was a different story every time. Yeah, we've been you know? preaching. It just keeps moving around. We've been preaching yeah. about story for how long now? <laughs> yeah, like people want story. People are clamoring to know more about the Overwatch universe. You know, and it makes sense, right? I mean, they did they did Uprising on King's Row. Yeah. If they did that with every map, which they should, right? That would be that'd be really that great. That would be. It would be it would be amazing. Give you a little history. In, fa- in fact, it kind of doesn't make sense why we haven't had like the uh, the Omnic crisis in Eichenwald, right? We just saw the short with with Reinhardt, yeah. young Reinhardt. It just makes so much sense, right? But, exactly. And know. speaking of that cinematic, where's my blade for Arissa? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get one, Where is John. You where's my blade? Okay. You don't get one. <laughs> uh, finally, before we close up here, we're gonna. You know, we, there was some news about Overwatch Contenders. It's actually expanding to seven regions, and there's some rebranding going on. So, uh, there it looks like was it's going to be they're going to rebrand Overwatch League's OGN, Overwatch uh, Apex, Overwatch Premier Series, and Overwatch Pacific Championship as Contenders Korea, Contenders China, and Contenders Pacific, respectively. So that should make it. I think it'll make it easier to determine like, okay, what's actually happening here? Because I know when I used to see the Blizzard, they they po- they make those Twitter posts with the schedule, and you see Overwatch Apex, Overwatch Premier Series, Overwatch Pacific Championship. I'm like, what's actually happening? Those are contender series, <laughs> you know, and these are they're for these regions, so I think that that is uh, pretty cool. Uh, they're adding two new uh, regions, which is Australia and South America. And how, what regions they had before? They had North America, Europe. Uh, who else? That's it. That was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, they had NAUEU. <laughs> okay, well, now it's South America and Australia. So, <laughs> there, uh, you know, we got that. So, there. Ja, I, got, I got two things. Go ahead. For, uh, in regards to this. First thing is, uh, Wednesday, we got the preseason for, for Overwatch League. That's next Wednesday. Yeah, next Wednesday. Um, the sixth. So we got that coming up. And then the second thing was on the 15th and 17th, they have a uh, Overwatch Heroes Rumble uh, international tournament. Well, you should. If you, that's not just like a regular tournament. That's like a special tournament. Did you guys hear about that? Just a little bit. I, I just saw the, the page that had a bunch of names listed on it like all these yeah they're not yeah, just you know they're not more just doing it? 6v6 competitive yeah but, i got the full list right here yeah go ahead bring it tell, tell them what they're doing yeah so okay so it's a three-day tournament and it's got the it's single elimination best of five right and, and listen listen to these 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 game modes game one 6v6 competitive game two another 6v6 game three 4v4 team deathmatch. Game 4, 1v1 limited duel. Game 5, 6v6 competitive. Now that's the quarterfinals and the semis, right? And then the finals are it's it's crazy. You got 6 6v6 competitive uh two yeah, you have two games 6v6. Your third game is 4v4. 
Your third, your fourth game is three v three v three lockout elimination. Game five is your one v one. Six and seven are your six v six games. Yeah, so they're spicing it up a little bit. Yeah, and it's it, it's uh, eight teams um, comprised of the Oceanic, North American, and European, and they're going to be heading to Taiwan for the uh, for the tournament. And if uh, you want to watch. You can go to uh, Blizzard Taiwan stream. They're going to be starting their stream um, as soon as as soon as it starts over there. Yeah. So, yeah, that that seems like it's like kind of like a more for fun thing. What I was going to say is that next year there's going to be so much Overwatch, like to watch. Like there's going to be you got contenders. You have uh, open league. Oh, was it open division again? Mm-hmm. You have that. Actually, the open division. I think what was it? Is it the top six teams or the top eight teams from open whoever like, in open division get invited to contenders? I think it's eight. Yeah, I think it's like top eight teams from uh, open get invited to contenders. So you know, have people looking out for that. And on top of that, you have Overwatch League. There's just going to be a, Blizzard really is trying to just saturate the streams with overwatch and that's okay and i hopefully and it's fine man hopefully it doesn't backfire on them right you know the whole i'm hoping that it works out because i've said it so many times at this point we 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 all need overwatch leads to to succeed we we need it you know even if you don't like overwatch and if you guys you guys were there in the stadium when usa took on south korea you would be a believer man that was crazy. Yeah, I was there you were too. There. Yeah. It was nuts. I mean, it was the. <laughs> I've been to a lot of sporting events, and it was by far louder during that match than probably any sporting event I've ever been at. Oh, yeah. It was it really was crazy. Cool. Yeah, no, I believe you. I mean, I. I... I still have I still have some doubts, mainly because, like, that's more. that like So, what happened at BlizzCon was kind of like. Kind of like a World Cup. Well, actually, it was it was an Overwatch World Cup. It's kind of like a World <laughs> Cup, and people get highly, highly involved when countries are involved, right? Yeah. Versus when you have these teams like what we're seeing in Overwatch League that are kind of ambiguous uh, in terms of you know, like the New York team is just filled with Korean players. The Philadelphia team has a player from a mixture of all these different countries. You know, same thing with Dallas. Like all these different teams. Like there's no uh, unifying force behind the team, and they're really trying to make it like the lo- like local, locally. They want it to be unifying, but we talked about it on the show before. The issue is that is that first of all, these teams, while they're going to have a local name, will not be local to the area, and they will not be doing any of the things that local teams normally do to give them visibility. So I'm still like I want it to work, but I'm just not sure it w- it will. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully things go well in the first season. They can expand in the second season, and it just all works yeah. out in the end. I put a link so. to the uh, the schedule in the stream uh, in the chat. But uh, if you're not, for the listeners that are going to be listening to this tomorrow, you can find it at overwatchleak.com or slash en hyphen us forward slash schedule. And you'll have the schedule for next week's games that are coming up, and they'll be in your local time when you get the webpage. Okay, and with that, I think we're going to go ahead and close up here. Uh, so um, 
just a couple of announcements. As always, I'm prepared to attack. As I mentioned last week, batch three is available and batch four will be complete as of tomorrow. I was going to release uh, the last episode of batch four last week, but it just didn't make a lot of sense. Plus, you know, I was busy running around because of the holidays, so it actually didn't happen. But tomorrow you guys should get the last episode of batch four with an, uh, the first episode of batch five coming very, very soon. So hopefully you've been enjoying prepared to attack. And we're going to keep we're going to start releasing new episodes very soon well, tomorrow. So uh, or today, if you're listening to the show, uh, just remind everybody who is not up here with us on the live stream or on Twitch. We do uh, stream live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So please join us if you're able to twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. We'd love to have you here in the audience. Uh, we also like to hear your Overwatch stories. So you can send that over to us. We want to hear about your funny, angry Great, bad Overwatch stories. We we love to hear from you guys. We do have a PS4 and a, a PS4 community and an Xbox One club that both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. So you know if you're on the PS4 or Xbox, feel free to join us there. Uh, we do have a Discord, which is Discord.me/slash Mash Those Buttons. Love to have you there for some conversation here. You know, you know, like to hear what you think about the show uh, or you know the different topics that we talk about. That's cool. As always, I like to talk about Heroes of Overwatch. It is a Facebook group that has tons of players from all different platforms. So if you, whether you're looking for somebody to play or just looking to keep up on Overwatch news or some Overwatch memes, that is the place that you want to be. Uh, thank you for listening. We are available on multiple podcast platforms. We're available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts for iOS, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, Podbean. And we do have an RSS feed available for those of you who have a custom podcatcher. You can just go right to the Masters Buttons website and all the links for our platforms are available right there. Uh, we are on Twitter, which is twitter.com slash watchpoint radio, twitter.com slash MTV site as well, as well as uh, facebook.com slash Masters Buttons and youtube.com slash Masters Buttons. Switch, do you have any social info you want to give out so people can find you? Yeah, um, besides the website, omnicmeta.com, you can find the, uh, find the website anyway on Twitter at omnicmeta. And of course, if you want to send an email, like I said before, send it to omnicmeta at gmail.com. All right. And uh, Bob, where, the, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me on Twitch regularly streaming at blazin Bob. All right, Timeless. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Timeless underscore OW or on Discord at Timeless Space Soul. All right, great. And you can find me on Twitter at underscore Ja underscore. That is underscore J-A-A underscore. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. So like I said, please reach out to us. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at WPR at MashThoseButtons.com or you can reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, comment around on the website. We try to check all of those places. Uh, if you enjoyed the show and you want to help us out, one of the best ways to help us out is to uh, share the show with others. So thank you if you've been sharing the show with people who you think will like it. Uh, additionally, if you really like us and you want to help us out further, you can leave us a rating and a review on your podcast platform of choice. That is a tremendous help. It makes Bob super happy whenever we get one. You know, he has a big smile on his it face. Makes you happy? It too. makes me smile too, <laughs> but it makes you happier, Bob. <laughs> Bob. 
I think that's all perception. Yeah, Bob is Bob's a happy person, folks. Uh, you know, additionally, we also have a Teespring store if you wanted to purchase some Matchless Buttons merch where you can get Watchpoint Radio t-shirts and mugs like Bob has in his hand right now. Great product placement, Bob. Uh, we also have some double tap stuff on there as well if you like if you listen to double tap. And you can help us a lot by, you know, if you are watching on Twitch and you want to help contribute to the website, you can subscribe. You, we are a Twitch affiliate. You can subscribe to the Twitch channel. That is a tremendous help to us. And I thank everybody who has subscribed thus far. Really appreciate that. So, uh, you know, with that, I actually suggested everybody, you know, you check out the other shows we have on the network. You can find those shows at mashesbuttons.com slash shows where we have two world of warcraft podcasts one about news and one about story and lore we have a division podcast or fighting games podcast all the podcasts are great i know because i listen to all of them so <laughs> i have to i edit them and it's 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 kind of part of the job so but uh yeah thank you guys for listening once again and we hope that you visit us again or listen to us again next week and for those of you on twitch definitely visit us again next week uh like i said Thanks a lot. And once again, thank you, Switch, for coming onto the show and talking to us about Omnic Meta and Moira and everything else. You've been an awesome guest. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun with you guys. No problem. We have fun with you too. We'll have you back. We have to have you back again sometime. Sounds great. All right. All right, well, everybody, well, that is the end of the show. We will catch you next week. See ya. Bye, guys. Peace and tranquility. Later. Later.